Welcome to the Dearly Discarded Podcast, where we tell the true stories of the vaccine injured that many don't want to hear. These are real people sharing real experiences, uncensored and unsanitized. Listen and learn with us as we tell the stories that have yet to be heard by those who've been discarded. No preaching, no propaganda, and no judgments, just the truth. This week on the Dearly Discarded podcast, I have a guest who we, well, we met through social media uh, through a a mutual friend, and uh, she stated that she was very interested in getting her story out, so I tracked her down, and she is with me today. Her name is Josephine Fillier, all the way from Canada. Josephine, welcome to the Dearly Discarded podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm always happy to tell these stories, and we've had a little bit of a drought on this podcast lately as scheduling has been a little bit uh, more difficult the last few weeks, but glad to have you on and help you tell your story. Uh, Tell us just a little bit about yourself prior to, well, the need to talk about this. Well, I'm a single mom of three kids, and um, I've always been like interested in my health and very cautious with my health. But um, this vaccine has literally changed my entire life and the way that I look at what goes into my body since I've been injured 18 months ago. And I'm just here trying to spread awareness and get my voice across because I've been silenced. Yeah, and that's, of course, why we have this podcast to uh, raise awareness of this problem and uh, not just the injuries, which are, of course, devastating in their own right, but the silencing and censorship uh, regarding these injuries. So I'm really, really happy to help you tell your story today. L- let's go ahead and just start with uh, the, the vaccination. Which vaccine did you receive? I got Pfizer, only one dose. One dose. Okay. And, and when was that? Uh, June 18th, 2021. All right. So we're, uh, what are we almost a year and a half removed from that now? And what was the, uh, what, what happened with that post-vaccination? Um, well, I got injured two hours after it went into my body and, um, I had a bruise prior to it that never like healed fully. And I guess since I was already injured to begin with, once the chemicals of the vaccine went into my system, it started attacking that one spot. So it was on my right thigh that I had my bruise. And uh, when I got the injection, two hours later, I started having a burning sensation in my right thigh where I had the bruise. And I thought, okay, well, like I'm highly in tuned with my body. I've studied the human body since I was seven. It's always been a passion, biology and health. And I knew something was wrong instantly. Um, I knew that I shouldn't have got it in the first place because my intuition gave me severe panic attacks before my appointment. But I didn't listen to my intuition, so I got it. And then I started getting um, burning sensations in my leg. And I was talking to my partner at the time and told him there's something seriously wrong. 
and I knew instantly. And ever since then, it just escalated into more and more health problems along the way. That's really interesting. So you felt it first there at that bruise in your in your leg. What what happened after that? What kind of escalation are we talking about? Uh, there was a burning sensation, like my leg was on fire. Uh, there was a tingling and crawling sensation, like there was bugs all over my legs, and um, it just escalated from that to lumps all over my legs, uh, swelling. I had severe fatigue and depression and anger issues. Um, I've had like chronic um, chronic pain all over my legs. Basically, it affected my legs for the first six months, mostly. And um, it just got worse. Like um, this year, it started spreading through the rest of my body. So you're, you're saying then six months later, seven months later into 2022, you started, you continued to see additional new symptoms. Is that right? Yeah. Um, it's been like, I've had internal vibrations, electrical shocks in, um, my spine where it connects to my head. Um, I have lumps and swelling that feels like bruises on my scalp. I have, um, like internal vibrations constantly. It feels like there's bugs crawling over me. I have stabbing pains. Um, I can't control the temperature whatsoever. I get super cold really easily. I get really, really hot easily. Like I'm going to explode or I'm going to freeze to death. Like I, I live in St. John's, Newfoundland, and it is very cold here all the time, even in the summer. And um, I just can't regulate temperature. I feel like I'm going to faint or it feels like I'm going to have a heart attack. I had chest pains and I didn't realize that the, all these symptoms were due to the vaccine like right away. Um, I knew like the burning sensation in my legs were, but like um, these other pains, I was struggling with a lot of um, stress with my kids and my family at the time. So the chest pains were just, I thought it was my anxiety and I didn't put anything together. I didn't know the severity of the vaccine and the ingredients and what it does to the body until I found the truckers convoy in Ottawa. And when I went there to be with um, all these protesters, I found the truth about what I had put into my body. And I became very suicidal and I didn't feel like I could keep on going with this. I've had a tremor in my leg in uh, April that lasted about 40 minutes and it stopped once I got into a hot bath. It was because I was cold. I went out for a walk and I was cold and then I came home into the heat and my legs started to tremor for 40 minutes. And uh, I ended up like I've, I know how to take care of the body, like the symptoms and stuff, like holistically. So I just jumped into a hot bath. Like I, I heard something in my head that told me get in a hot bath. So once I did that, I, I guess, regulated my temperature and the tremors went away in my body. 
but it's been pretty excruciating having to deal with this because my own doctor hasn't believed me at all. Nobody believed me. Only the fighters. That was the next question I was going to ask is if you'd had any medical support. So have you been able to find anybody since then uh, on the medical side that's been able to help you? No, um, I've actually had to do all like my doctor of 22 years. He's been my doctor since I was 10. So he knows my entire history. He knows my mom, my sister and my children. But uh, he's gaslighted me this entire time. I actually had to have a severe mental breakdown in his office about a month and a half ago for him to get me an appointment with a neurologist so that I have that appointment in March of uh, 2023. But basically for the last 18 months, I've had to do my own research, my own diagnosing and my own detoxing myself. Yeah, the I wish, Josephine, that when I did these interviews, I didn't hear so many similar uh, stories of how you're treated uh, when you bring this up and say, hey, I got the vaccine and prior to that I was fine. And then all of these things, what has, what, what has your doctor diagnosed you with or what has he said is, is wrong if he's not uh, willing to discuss the possibility of the vaccine? Well, the only thing he basically said about my legs and the problems that I have with my legs is that I should wear compression socks. So basically, that's the beginning of varicose veins. Um, I tried using compression socks, and it feels like my legs are being smothered, and the circulation is not going properly at all, so they don't work for me. He told me to put my legs up on the wall. Um, Basically... He hasn't connected he hasn't connected it whatsoever to the vaccine. Whenever I bring it up, it seems like he de- deters it to somewhere else that it's not connected because he even told me in the office that he knows somebody who took 77 I think it's a lie, but he said that he he knows somebody who took 77 vaccines and they're still walking fine like because they Uh, filled out a form for people saying that they were him, like he was impersonating other people. It's basically just a gaslighting um, tactic. I know know about narcissism and gaslighting, so I'm, I'm highly in tuned with that. But he basically hasn't given me a right answer at all. And every time I feel my body to feel for more lumps, he joked it off and said that, um, if I didn't look for lumps, I wouldn't find them. Hmm. Wonderful. But, you know, we have to look for lumps. Like they always tell us to check for lumps. It could be cancerous. So, Right. So w- where would you say you're at from a symptom standpoint now versus, uh, you know, six months ago? Are things getting better, worse, staying about the same? Um, at the beginning, it was a lot worse. Like I felt like I was dying. Uh, Since I started doing my detox in March of this year, I feel like some days are really, really good and I'm vibing really high and I'm feeling normal. But then some days I feel like my body is shutting down super fast. And then sometimes I have all those feelings into one day. So it's really 
it's really hard. Um, I have a lot of neuropathy issues, brain fog, memory loss. Um, I had my phone and my charger in my hand a couple of weeks ago, and I forgot what I was doing. Like I have three kids. I'm struggling a lot with remembering a lot of things, appointments and things that I need to do. Like I have to put an alarm on my phone to pick up my child from school or I will forget. And it's, it's hard some days. Like I, I just have faith that I can heal myself because I have the knowledge, I have the determination, and I believe in a higher power. So I believe that my guardian angels and my higher power is guiding me in the right direction because everything since March has helped me out with what to do for my detox. Everything seems like it's landing in my hand. I haven't really searched very much. It just pops up. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll try that. And it seems like it's working, but not as fast as I want it to. Sure. Well, I'm glad you're at least making some progress. So uh, do do you want to share anything about what you're doing to detox? Uh, Yeah, like I take a lot of supplements every day. It's very expensive what I do, but... um, I take like vitamin D and uh, copper and B complex, fish oils, NAC, glutathione, humic fulvic acid, magnesium, activated charcoal, chlorophyll with alfalfa and spirulina, black seed oil, and I take zinc and quercetin. And I also learned how to make my own um, hydroxychloroquine which you can make from grapefruit and lemon peels. So I, I do that. I take that like every day because you got to take the quinine, the hydroxychloroquine with zinc. So that way it gets into your cells. And um, I do a lot of deep breathing and yoga. I'm always outside grounding my feet in the grass with nature and just trying to learn how to be more present and calm down my nervous system, like um, just in a natural, holistic way. I don't trust any pharmaceuticals anymore whatsoever. So I started learning about um, Tai Chi and acupuncture and also Chinese medicine. I drink a lot of water. I have um, white pine needle tea with star anise, cloves, cinnamon, fennel seeds, and cardamom. So I drink that literally every single day because it flushes out the spike protein from the body and the heavy metals. I take cilantro in smoothies, and I'm always experimenting with new things uh, in my smoothies. I started foraging this year and learning how to um, identify the medicinal properties in each plant and what it does to the human body and your organs and how to detox and cleanse it all. And um, I also do a detox bath every single day with borax, baking soda, hydrogen peroxide, apple cider vinegar, Epsom salts or Himalayan or sea salt, essential oils, um, and uh, lots of hot water. So you have to sweat, basically. You have to sweat out the body and clean out the lymph 
lymphatic system and cold therapy really, really helps too, because whenever you get in cold water, you're like gasping for air. And basically what is happening is that the, the heavy metals is sucking out the oxygen from your cells at a super fast pace. So you have to basically put that oxygen back in, in natural ways of like deep breathing and yoga and movements and being out in nature and like breathing clean, fresh air instead of putting more poisons in your body. And uh, I've also cut out all bad foods, like processed foods, anything that have labels that are with toxic chemicals. Um, I stopped taking deodorant with aluminum and fluoride toothpaste, and I started filtering my own water and cleaning it myself because we're all poisoned. And I'm just trying to flush out my system any way possible that I can. Well, you've uh, obviously done a lot of homework on this and, and tried to find the best options uh, that you can. That's a pretty significant regimen. And you say you started most of that in March or you've sort of tacked things on along the way? or Yeah, well, in February, when I came back from the truckers convoy in Ottawa, I was severely suicidal. I was so angry and I was grieving, afraid that I was going to die. And I have three kids, so... They're my biggest motivator for all of this now. But um, I wanted to kill myself. And then in March, I woke up, like literally woke up out of bed, and a voice inside my head told me to think positively, stay positive, because whenever you're stressed out or afraid, it causes cortisol in the body. When you have too much cortisol, it weakens the immune system. So I just have to stay positive, put my faith in my higher power, and detox. That was the voice that was in my head. So that's all I've been doing ever since then is just researching from the time I wake up till the time I go to bed about vitamins, minerals, microbes, um, heavy metals, and poisonous things like um, ingredients that are in our foods, and just go natural 100% all the way. And I've been finding that ever since I cut out gluten, dairy, sugar, seed oils, and processed fats, I've seen an improvement. Now, sometimes I cave and I have these um, ingredients because, you know, I'm human. So sometimes like, it's hard to cut that craving, but mostly I only eat fruits and vegetables and healthy proteins, just like all healthy foods. And I notice that whenever I do have gluten, my, my symptoms are triggered and I get worse. I get pins and needles and numbness in my body and it just escalates down, like downhill with that one. But if I eat natural healthy foods... I feel I'm healing and I'm doing better. Well, that, that makes sense to me for sure. And that's one of the things that's really interesting that I, I do find for sure with a, a high percentage of the people that I've had the privilege to meet who've been uh, injured through these vaccines. Uh, I've met so many who I've interviewed and, and a lot that I haven't interviewed yet. And one of the th things that I hear more often than not is, I basically had to change the way that I ate in order to start uh, improving. And of course, when the body is 
is healthy, we are able to abuse it a little bit and uh, eat a lot of those things that aren't so good for us and do okay. But when in the circumstances that you find yourself in, then you have to do everything you can to uh, nourish the body and, of course, put less and less toxins in. So it's a it's a major yeah. shift. So that's a big change in your lifestyle, obviously. What else has changed uh, in your life because of what's happened with the injury? Uh, well, I used to have so much energy. I used to be able to go all day long. I used to be able to carry my own groceries from the grocery store all the way home without needing a taxi because I don't drive. But now it seems like my arms and my legs are super weak and I can't do all the things that I used to. Um, I feel like I'm going to faint. Like I have so much energy in the daytime, in the morning, but halfway through the day, I feel like my body's about to crash and I need to take a pause. And that's, that's not normal for me. Like within my family, me, my mom, my sister, we're always go, go, go all the time. That's always been our personality and our daily lifestyle. But ever since this, um, it's literally taken away my my activity. Like I don't have the energy like I used to anymore, especially like with my kids. I can't uh, handle certain sounds or lights or electrical sensitivities. Like I had to turn off the Wi-Fi router at nighttime. Every time I'm around the 5G uh, cell towers, I feel my symptoms are worsening. When my kids are playing, it really, really feels like somebody is stabbing me in my head. It's really, it's really hard to be a mom and have to deal with this injury and having to heal myself, but also help three little kids also navigate and grow in this world right now with the injury, because I don't, I don't recognize myself. Like, I really don't recognize my body. I feel super disconnected with my own body and disconnected with my environment around me, my world. And it's, I grieve every single day because I miss the old me. I miss the old way that my life used to be before, but it's also given me back um, a time where I can just enjoy my kids, you know, because like, I've seen a lot of stories where people are dying suddenly, um, people dying in their sleep. And it just makes me feel so grateful that when I breathe, I'm grateful. When I wake up in the morning, I'm grateful now. Just by seeing my kids and f them fighting, I don't take that for granted anymore, right? You used, to th you used to take all these simple little pleasures for granted before, but now this has given me a whole different other outlook on life. But it's still scary because, like I said, whenever I feel like my body is shutting down, I get into a panic attack and I feel like I'm going to die. And I just have to remind myself that if I stay positive, if I keep doing the routine that I have put in place for my life now, which is very exhausting because the majority of my day is all about detox, detox, detox. Like I, I don't have enough time for myself anymore because all I'm focused on is healing. And it's kind of taken away my life with 
being able to do the things that I used to like to do before, like dancing and exercising. I have a hard time exercising now because I get really tired after five minutes. It's it's hard, but I I like to walk and I like to do yoga, so I'm able to do that without getting too tired very easily. But like I said, at the end of the day, before supper at least, I, I feel like I'm done for. I'm crashed. So you said some things that I, I don't want to skip over too quickly that I think are really, really powerful. I, I just did a show. You know, we just, of course, passed Thanksgiving here in uh, in America, we had we had I, I do a show called Vitality Radio um, that aired two days after Thanksgiving. So I talked a lot about gratitude and the power of gratitude, and it is really interesting. You said a couple of beautiful things because I <laughs> I love what you said about even when my kids fight, uh, and then you referred to that as uh, a pleasure in life. And I think that's so funny because prior to this, I anticipate your kids fighting didn't ever feel pleasurable, but I, I think I totally understand what you're saying as well. This gratitude thing is so powerful and it, in every challenge, in my opinion, and this is just the world according to Jared here, but in my opinion, every challenge we have, no matter how daunting it might be, and I can't come close to putting myself in your shoes. I've never been at your level of um, injury, illness, uh, you know, that you're dealing with. But the other challenges that I've faced in my life, what I've found is that if we are able to open our minds and our eyes to the blessings that can come through the challenge, then we can fight harder and longer and get to where we want to be on the other side. Is that what you're anticipating? Well, yeah, gratitude is the only thing that's helping me right now is just like you said, no, before when my kids used to fight, I used to get so upset that they were fighting. It's like, oh my God, like, why are they fighting again? Getting very angry and stuff like that. And I wouldn't be able to deal with it. But now it makes me cry, but like in a happy way, whenever I see my kids fighting or like whenever I see something, I'm just, I'm just really grateful for the minutes that I get to spend. Because like I said, I could die in my sleep tonight. I can, you know, go outside and drop like it. That's what makes me so happy that this has happened to me because now I won't take nothing for granted breathing and the just watching a butterfly outside or a bumblebee going from flower to flower that's what I was doing this summer when I was grounding myself I used to always miss these opportunities in life and now since I've had to slow down and just take a breather and just see all the beautiness around me. It's given me a lot to look forward to that maybe I can heal myself in the future. And this, this whole thing will just be a memory in the past, but I just have to stay positive and stay grateful for everything that God has given me in my entire life. And even if it's just my kids fighting, I, I have to be grateful for everything because that will help me heal. I think that's absolutely beautiful. And I'm so glad you shared that. There's so many things that we 
we still have power over even when we feel powerless. And of course, maybe the greatest thing is our own mind and, and the mindset that we choose to have about those things. So I, one of the things that I've noticed doing these interviews, there are so many amazing people in this world. And we come from all these different places and different backgrounds and different uh, religious upbringings or non-religious upbringings, different countries. In this case, me here in America, you in Canada. And yet, as I interview the people on this show in particular who have faced these types of challenges, I just routinely see such beauty in the fight that you are putting up. So even though the illness uh, or the injury is so incredibly debilitating in so many cases, there seems to be a level uh, that I find in you that I definitely hear in your story that you've been able to find in yourself that perhaps you hadn't found before. It's a very tough time right now to be staying positive and just keep pushing through. That's all I do is just keep pushing through because I know that there's better days than what I've been dealing with for the last 18 months. So when I feel like my world is ending or my body is shutting down. I just keep that faith and the determination to do all that I can to get it out of my body and to get my life back the way that it used to be. It probably will never be like my body used to be, but at least it'll be better than it was in the last 18 months. And and perhaps we will find things that can get you all the way back. I uh, I, I have hope for that. I really do for for all of the people that I uh, talk to in this in this situation. Let me ask you two other questions before I I let you go. And then of course anything else that you'd like to share, we'd love to have you share. Uh, one is what would you say to other people who have been vaccine injured that are watching this? What what have you learned that you feel would be beneficial to them? They just have to have faith in themselves that if given the right environment, if given the right vitamins and minerals and just changing your entire outlook on food and exercise and your, keeping your mind positive is basically the biggest thing because your mind is a very powerful tool. I've seen it like I'm, I'm a very spiritual person. So I've, um, I have a huge variety of what I believe in and I've seen the magic work with your thoughts because I've seen it in the past before my injury and I've seen it now through my injury that your brain, your mind can actually create your own reality. So if you keep saying like, with the cells and the spirituality, like biology and spirituality kind of go hand in hand in this aspect, that if you say that you are healthy and you continue saying that, your body will recognize those vibrations and start acting accordingly. That's what I keep reminding myself. Like I've also gotten into um, sound frequencies because uh, binaural beats are very, very medicinal if you get into it, uh, like 528 hertz and 432 hertz, because we all vibrate at the same frequency of Mother Earth, and her frequency is 432 hertz. And it also has a powerful way of healing your cells and healing the mind and the spirit. So that's what I try and do is... Basically, now I'm just trying to help other people as well 
with all the detox um, methods that I've tried and staying positive and everything that I have learned along the way is that you can do it yourself. You don't need outside source. It's all inside. If you have the determination and will to get better and to live a long, healthy life, then all you have to do is just change the way that you look at your body and the outside world and just just change your food, change the way that you're moving your body and breathing. Breathing is, it's really, really easy to breathe the wrong way. The majority of people on this planet right now breathe a very bad way and it's, it's painful for your body. And if you learn how to breathe in a, a positive way, then you can heal yourself with those breath works. It's just just being natural and changing the way of things that go into your body is key in this in this aspect right now, I think. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that very much. And I don't know if you're familiar with the book Breath from James Nestor. Have you read that one? No. So but nope. I'll just say from my own personal, because I've spent a lot of time over the last couple of years learning uh, breath work myself. Uh, and that book has been really, really helpful. There's some excellent information in there. So I'd recommend that to anybody listening that is wondering how to learn, how to breathe, you know, more uh, in tune with the way that your body was designed. Uh, he, he studied, he's actually not a breath expert. He's a journalist who studied uh, ancient uh, breathing techniques for years before he, and then used them and then decided to write a book about them. But it's a really, really good book. Uh, so the next question would be, uh, what would you say to those who are not vaccine injured, who are hearing your story? How can they help uh, in this fight for uh, uh, for the vaccine injured, what what can they do? Just believe us, basically. Like I, I've had to like my partner. Um, he actually didn't believe me for fourteen months. He only started believing me in the last four months because he got two, and he's not affected. So he, I guess he was asleep, I call it asleep to this whole situation that he wasn't highly aware of uh, what it's been doing to my body because it's all internal. He never saw my tremor in my leg. It's mostly internal with my blood circulation and my neuropathy. And um, I've lost two friends that I've known for 10 years because they don't believe me. My doctor doesn't believe me. Um, I also have my family, my sister, who has one, and her kids think that I'm going crazy, that it's all inside of my head. And nobody has believed us, like the vaccine injured whatsoever. And just by being acknowledged and believed, that can go a long way. So that way we don't feel alone. Because if you say that we're crazy over and over again, that's going to cause us to be more um, mentally declined with our our beliefs of our own body, right? And it's going to be more harmful for us to heal. So just by believing and supporting us and just by listening and being there is really, really a help right now. And I'm glad that I went to the Truckers Convoy because if I didn't go to the truckers convoy and found the freedom fighters that I have found now who believe me and believe what's going on with the vaccine injured and these vaccines, I, 
I don't know where I would be actually. Like I wouldn't have the strength and the determination to continue fighting. I probably would have ended my life back in February. So just knowing that I have a support group is is helping me along the way with my healing. And I and if I can add to that because I I 100% agree the acknowledgement is so important, but the other thing is one of the reasons perhaps the reason that people choose not to believe stories like yours is because they have been uh, told quite the opposite in every other area, right? By their doctor, by the media, uh, by the government, safe and effective, safe and effective, and so on and so on. And so then when one person among however many people they know uh, that have been vaccinated says, you know, I got hurt, then it's easier, I think, in their minds, in many cases, to believe that that person is wrong and everything else that they've heard is correct. So if you are listening to this and you know more than one person who's been injured, perhaps you've been injured yourself uh, or, or a close family member, or you've just listened to the 17, 18 people that we've had on the Dearly Discarded podcast so far, you'll start to recognize that, A, this isn't an isolated incident because keep in mind that React 19, who brings you this podcast, has over 40,000 members who are all saying the same thing. I was injured. And amidst the censorship and everything else that's been going on, amidst the censorship and everything else that's been going on during COVID, um, perhaps nobody's been more censored than those who have been injured. So the fact that 40,000 of those people have been able to find one another is quite a miracle and would indicate to me that there are many, many thousands and probably tens of thousands more that have not yet found uh, the support group that um, that they're looking for. So I would say, if you're listening, please share these podcasts. Share these podcasts because the more people hear these stories, the first one they might not believe, the second, the third, but by the time they hear enough of them, it starts to, you know, you start to see a pattern and you start to maybe open your eyes to another possibility. All right. So Josephine, is there anything else that you feel you'd like to share about either your story or, or any other uh, tips for anybody listening that you think might be helpful? Just basically, I'm just grateful that it happened because now this has given me a opportunity for the future. I never had any goals for the future, but with this experimentation of my own body and the knowledge that I have, um, next year I'm hoping to become a nutrition coach and help other people because a lot of people right now are struggling whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. We've all been poisoned in some form or another, and I'm just hoping to give back. Like, I believe that that's the reason why I became injured. That's the reason why I was put on this planet at this time during these crazy situations in life is to give back to humanity. So just basically my tip is to always stay positive and never give up because you can heal yourself if you give your body the time, the rest, and the right environment to heal. So just cut out all the bad foods, cut out the smoking, the drinking, whatever you're doing that is triggering your body. Just trust in nature, trust in the healthy foods that over time, it may not take 
as much time as you want it to, but over time your body will start to heal and start to create new cells and you will be back to the way that you used to be before if you just give it time and stay positive. Excellent. Thank you so much. I love that. And I love the positivity of your message, uh, even in a situation that could otherwise be perceived as just all negative. The uh, fact that you are able to express gratitude for the position that you're in is is a really a beautiful thing. And I, and I would dare say, perhaps the best thing that you're doing for your own health. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I am really glad that you reached out on Facebook and said, hey, I want to I tell my story. So thank you for doing that. And uh, we'll get this story out as far and wide as we possibly can. Josephine, if you need anything else from me, uh, certainly let me know if there's any updates I can share with listeners in the future. That'd be great as well. All right. Thank you so much, Derek. Thanks for joining me and thank you for listening. Remember, this is not an isolated incident. REACT-19, as again, represents over 40,000 vaccine-injured people uh, here in America and beyond. And there are many, many more that I, I believe need to be found and need to be made aware that there are organizations like this that can help them out. If you are listening and you are able and this is a cause that you believe in, then go to React 19. There will be a link in the uh, show description. Uh, you can jump on their website and you can do, uh, you can help by not just spreading the word, but also donating all of the funds, 100% go to the vaccine injured and their support. So thank you so much for listening to me and to Josephine today. My name's Jared St. Clair, and this has been the Dearly Discarded podcast. Thank you for listening to the Dearly Discarded podcast. We encourage you to help break through the silence and share this episode with your friends and family. It's time for these stories to not only be told, but to be heard. For more information, head to react19.org and dearlydiscardedpod.com. The Dearly Discarded podcast is produced by Jared St. Clair and Michaela Hyde with support from React 19. We'll be back next week with another true story from one who lives it. Until then, join us on Team Humanity. Keep an open mind, seek the truth, and share these stories. Most of all, open your mouth. Silence won't change anything. React 19 needs your support. We're a grassroots nonprofit created by the COVID vaccine injured for the COVID vaccine injured. React 19 provides physical support through scientific research and physician referrals, financial support to those most in need for uncovered medical expenses, and emotional support by growing a community that's focused on compassionate advocacy, hope, fellowship, and improving lives. We can only do these things with your support. Your donation is tax deductible and any amount is greatly appreciated. You can also sign up for automatic monthly donations. The vaccine injured have been marginalized, censored, and discarded, but they have not been broken. Help them rise to the challenge today. Visit react19.org for more information or simply text the word REACT to 50155 and donate via text.